Hey, guys, have you heard about Instituo? I want to talk about them before I get right to my interview, which uh, is a gentleman in himself. And we're talking about right now, I'm talking about custom tailored menswear for the modern gentleman. It's the perfect fit guarantee because that means they will alter the garment, remake it or refund it. Your purchase in full, this means you have nothing to lose. And I love these guys because you can choose any array of patterns, styles. You look good, man. I'm telling you. So visit Institu, I-N-S-T-I-T-C-H-U.com. And if you use the code five for four, that's a numeral five, four, F-O-R, four, and then four, the numeral four, C-suite. You get five shirts for the price of four. I just got like six or eight shirts myself, put my initials on them, the whole bit. I love them. Um, I get, you know, shirts about every every single quarter. I just go get new ones. And uh, these guys, I'm telling you, they just make me look good. And that's not easy for a guy like me. So I love these guys. So uh, speaking of looking good and being good, we're going to be talking right now to Sir Marco Robinson. I mean, this guy is a phenom, uh, unbelievable. He's over on Channel 4 in the UK called Get a House for Free. He's the number one best-selling author of two books, award-winning entrepreneur. I mean, this guy is doing everything. He owns a restaurant called Naked. He has Naked Technology. Uh, he's in the crypto and blockchain technology. It allows uh, consumers to do a lot of different things. We're going to talk about that. And I thought it was really interesting about his charity, his charitable work. And if you look at his background, he spent a lot of his time homeless. And you're going to hear that story as part of this interview. And it's interesting to see how that connects to what he does today. And and listen to the one question that I had that really got, I think, got to him. I think it got to him. And it was a good one um, because as I, I looked and I, I talked about uh, who he was and what he was doing, uh, it was a great question to ask. So if you do me a favor right now, let's tune in and let's listen to Marco Robinson right here on All Business. From Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. So welcome, uh, Marco. I guess I should call you Sir Marco. Isn't that right? You're, you're, you were knighted. <laughs> yeah, it sounds kind of weird right i wasn't yeah i was knighted in a country called malaysia which most people have never heard of uh, no of course we've heard of malaysia but i didn't know that was where you were knighted i, I just saw that you were knighted and you you're actually the third knight that i know i know sir ken robinson i don't think any relationship to you at all and um no, uh, and and martin sorrell sir martin sorrell both of them are good friends of mine in fact i met ken uh, when I first met Sir Ken, um, was on a plane. I was on a plane. We were talking, sitting in first class, and we were visiting a little bit. And then all of a sudden, he pulls out and gives me his card, and it says Sir Ken, Sir Kenneth Robinson. Do you have a Do you have a card that says that, Sir Sir Marco? It says uh, Dato Sari because that's the Malaysian um, translation of knight. Oh, that's that's awesome. Now, yeah. What was that like? Did you have to go through a ceremony? They have to you have to kneel down the whole bit. There was a massive ceremony. I was uh, given a sash by a sultan. It was all done in a language I did not understand. <laughs> but um, the reason they gave me that knighthood was because of my services to the country, particularly um, for charity and bringing in uh, guide dogs for the blind, which were not allowed into Malaysia for, well, until two years ago, actually. Well, no, why, why is that? Why wouldn't they allow dogs like that? Uh, well, it's because a Muslim country, they were um, kind of a kind of a stigma towards animals, especially dogs. Mm -hmm. um, 
So they felt that it wasn't healthy for dogs to be inside shopping malls and, you know, outlets and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I made a film called Are You Blind? Because there were 300,000 blind blind people in Malaysia that couldn't go out, really couldn't go out of of doors because they had no guide dog. They had to take family with them all the time, which, of course, restricts your independence mentally. Oh, um, I recorded a film and uh, I took the guide dog and the blind man on all the public transport, which they refused. I took him into every shopping mall. They refused. So I just kept taking him back into the shopping malls and got, you know, further and further. And eventually we got arrested and um, said, you can't bring that dog in here. And we said, why? What's the law? And they said, well, you just can't do it. And they didn't know they were being filmed. Um, the video went on YouTube and Facebook, got about 15 million hits in a week. And then the king and queen of Malaysia telephoned me and said, listen, Marco, we did not realize it was such a big deal. So we're going to, we are now going to allow um, guide dogs in public places for the blind. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Do, do you do you enjoy being a rabble rouser? Because I think you you're a little bit of that sort. I take great pleasure in doing that. I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah. I can imagine. Now I saw that you went like twenty schools when you were really young because of the conditions that you grew up in, and um, and we'll get to that. But but I I got to see a feeling you had to be a, a little bit of a handful too. Yeah, because I just I mean, I've never been, I've never liked being told what to do by people. Mm-hmm know that are complete dicks <laughs> if you know what i mean yeah no i exactly exactly so i've never really really liked authority and uh i had that growing up because of my background being homeless especially with my mom mm-hmm. and her, her being sexually abused i was especially um a skeptical of older men uh that's where that came from yeah i guess yeah <clears throat> so, so, so that would right. some authority as well older men typically more authority <clears throat> yeah, especially men in authority, especially men with power that can that have been sexually abusing women, especially in the old days. I mean, today's generation is different, but in those days, you know, people got away, people got away with that. I don't. I'm not sure if it's much different, quite frankly. I think it's getting better. You know, it's getting better because more and more people are speaking out without being afraid about speaking out. But then, if you spoke out, you got <clears throat> you got either beaten up or you got <clears throat> you know quietened quietened quickly without the police being involved. Mm-hmm. Basically, the police turned a blind eye. So I think things are a lot, a lot better now. I mean, I remember my mum, she told me when she was, only only last year, actually, she told me when she was 14, that her stepfather told her that I didn't marry your mum for your mum, I married your mum to get to you. Oh, now, for, for a teenager, that's quite terrifying. But she only, she only told me that last year. Yeah. She, she was frightened to tell me for that, for that long, you know, 50, 50 years, nearly oh, well, over 50 years. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's the time we were making the TV show "Get a, Get a House for Free" to, to give uh, houses away to the homeless. I gotta imagine it just pisses you off. It, uh, use American term, just makes you mad. But at the same time, it, it's it's very it's uh, it hurts too, right? Yeah, it does, and especially when she had to keep it, you know, because her family worked in many families these days. She had a stepfather, she had half brothers and sisters, and. You know, when she spoke about it, no one believed her, especially her mum. So yeah. she had to keep her mouth shut for that time. Mm-hmm. And when that when that TV program came out last year, the family completely disowned her and stopped speaking to her because they were so embarrassed by it. They were so shamed by it. I mean, what, uh, her, her only sister said, "I'm so sorry. I didn't take you and Marco in. I'm, I feel so ashamed." 
So there was there was kind of a lot of there was that there was kind of a healing process there with with a real sister, but the rest of them, um, you know, they just we didn't really see them again. So that was a good thing. She doesn't really care anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, but still, it, it it makes you who you are, and you have to deal with it, and you have to confront it. So I guess it's always better just to get it out. I think always I think it's better to get most things out, um, and then once you get, get things out, rather than waiting so many. Unfortunately, she she had to wait that many years. Yeah. So I would I would advise anyone to get it out now, you know, as soon as you can, because uh, life's too short not to be in pain, you know. Oh, amen, brother, amen. So listen, I, I want to take a quick break, and then I want to come right back, and I got a big question, and um, I want to first talk about you. Know, speaking of taking care of yourself, I want to talk about my friends at Elite Your Health because we spend money. Uh, and we invest in so many unimportant things in our life, but we need to start investing our most valuable asset ourselves. And Marco and I were just talking about this, but I'm talking about your physical health, not your mental health, your physical health right now. And that's what Elytra, cool. the Manhattan Center for Life and Longevity does. Um, you know, yeah. I, this is a facility that I went into, went all day long. They took me around, ran all kinds of tests on me. At the end of the day, my wife and I got done because she did it as well. We did it through the same day. Of course, it was a spot-like atmosphere. They gave us breakfast. They gave us lunch. We met with a dietitian, physiologist. I even got a massage partway through. I was like, uh, wasn't stressful, but man, it felt good. That was great, you know. So uh, we had a great, a great opportunity. And you, you need to check these folks out, everybody. So Elytra Health, check them out. E L I T R A health.com and, and schedule a time to go in here in, in, in the city. And it's a day long deal. And by the way, at the end of the day, you get all your test results back. And what's really cool, you sit down with a doctor. I sit down with a doctor for two hours, went through everything. By the way, I've got great bone density. Just want to throw that out there. All right. Now, <laughs> hey, where is that? It's, yes, it's, where is it's that? right down the financial district. They service a lot of, of course, you can imagine, you know, a lot of Wall Street kind of guys and, um, you know, some real high rollers. And it's a very ex- high level executive service and they're right downtown near the World Trade Center. Like the hormonal check and stuff like oh, that. Oh, everything, man. I mean, they ran every test, bone densities, CAT scans, MRIs, um, um, you know, made made me do sit-ups. I haven't done sit-ups in so long, you know. So it was, <laughs> it was everything, man. It was everything. Hey, Good. here's a question I got for you. I, I, yeah. when I When I was really looking at your stuff and really reading through, the, I had one question that just popped up. And because I also lived all over the place, not for the same reasons, although I'd, I'd say I was a little bit homeless, but not to the extent that you were. But because um, I moved out when I was 16, but for different for different reasons. But um, my father was in the military, so we moved around a heck of a lot. So are you yeah. so my question to you, are you a restless soul or a driven soul? Yes, that's such a good question. It, it, I thought it was for you because and I, I knew I, I knew I was going to get along with you really well just because of your background, just your. You, 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 well, of you, course, you know. Go ahead. I mean, I used to be a restless, a restless soul, but now I am a definitely a driven soul. Yeah. And did that? Yeah, is so, it, I would because I just got the sense of your whole background. It kind of like it looked like you were searching and were searching and searching, and then and it seems like the last number of years, it's like boom, the lights came on. And, and I'm not saying the stuff that you were doing before that wasn't important or wasn't cool or wasn't good, but it just seemed to me the stuff that you're really into now, it was like, wow, it's like exponential. Well, it, I was searching for many years, but I, I was still, even though I was searching, I was still driven. And mm-hmm. I think I had, I had many pivotal points along that way that made me more driven and less restless. Um, but really the, the big, the big turning point for me was when I made that TV show and I gave that house. Yeah. 
to that person who had that who had that who had no house. And I, I never forget the day because they had a psychologist outside the house, and I said, "What are you doing here?" And she said, "Well, I'm here because I'm going to have to counsel the person you're giving the house to." I said, "Why?" Because they're, they're not going to cope with it very well. Trust me. I said, "Fine, okay, now I understand." And that day, I couldn't speak. I had a massive head cold. My nose was running like crazy. I was coughing. I said to the film crew, I can't film this uh, today. You're going to have to change the day. And the psychologist said, it is not a a head cold. You're having an emotional reaction to giving a house away that you didn't have yourself. Mm -hmm. And I said, no. I said, no way. I went inside. I gave the house away and I started blubbing. And I I literally cried for 12 hours nonstop. I I think it's the first time I cried for like, I don't know, since I was two years old, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it, it, it turned me into a more, it gave me a very, very insightful and very clear purpose that that was why I was there. And I was there to make a difference, to get people into homes and to make homelessness obsolete. That became a very clear purpose to me. So that that really made me so driven when that happened. Yeah, um, do you, do you, I, I mean, I have so many things that are ru- running through my head. The first one, what you said you had many pivotal points. What, what were some of those pivotal points? Uh, well, of course, one was um, being homeless. But, but because I was so young, I didn't really understand that. But as I got older, uh, for example, when I got uh, a little bit like 13 years old, I used to get bullied a lot in schools because I was the only guy. I was, I was the, always the new guy. Yeah. I had bright orange hair. I was the smallest guy and I was the shyest guy. So, of course, I got picked on. And then one day I, I went into a friend's, a so-called friend's garage where we used to play around games and stuff. And there's 25 kids there punching me, kicking me. And then one time I just saw red. I ran after them, kicked them, punched them. I, I didn't, I don't remember what happened, but we all ran away. I mean, I, I never got bullied again. So I've always learned the hard way. <laughs> and that, that was a turning point for me to, to, to have courage and always fight for, for, your, for your right and always, you know, don't give up. Um, never get bullied, always speak your mind and get out there and do what you want to do. So what was the big lesson that you got out of that, Marco? The big lesson was that I learned for the first time in my life to believe in myself. And my client said to me, I asked them, why did you buy from me? And they said, because we just believed you. And no one had ever said that to me before because literally I never believed in myself. I didn't know what that was. And as soon as I, I, I believed in myself, from that moment, everything changed. My life changed completely. I started getting what I wanted. I started dreaming. Things started manifesting. I started manifesting things. Things started happening in real life, you know. So I learned that the first lesson is you've got to believe in yourself no matter what. What was the name of the book? It was called Bring Out the Magic in Your Mind. And it was uh, it's an old book. It was written in the 50s. Um, but it was just a message that I needed at the time. It was it was about believing in yourself. Some of those books, those old classics, they're just awesome. I love to read the old ones: Dale Carnegie, Og Mandino, Norman Vincent Peale, Napoleon Hill. I still love to read those books. I read them as well because they're fundamental, you know. And uh, repetition is the mother of learning. So for me, I read those books like you do now as well, and it it reinforces that what you're doing something is is right because sometimes you can go off track. Sometimes you get curveballs. You go, whoa, what do we do now? So having those books handy, it, it really reinforces um, that the, the most important thing is to believe in yourself. And what, whatever happens, when you believe in yourself, everything's going to turn out right for you, you know? 
That's exactly right, brother. Well, listen, let me let me take another quick break because I want to talk about Abby Connect and talk about business callers. Because did you know that 80% of business callers don't leave a message when they, they reach voicemail? They just hang up. And so customers want to connect with real people, not machines or recordings. So we're getting back to real touchy-feely stuff. This is awesome. So Abby Connect offers dedicated and guaranteed call answering at a fraction of the cost of hiring a receptionist or assistant. They become your virtual assistant. This is it's a real person. So for our listeners, Abby Connect is offering a no obligation free trial. Oh man, I love this. Let's give it a shot. See, this is why you're on this is why you listen to all business. We give you stuff. So after your trial is over, our listeners will also receive a $95 off their first bill, but only when you sign up on the special link. So it's abbyconnect.com, A-B-B-Y Connect. Dot com forward slash all business. There it is right there. So sign up at abbyconnect.com uh, slash all business. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. I love my sponsors because they, you know, one, I like them because I like them and two, because they pay me. That's all. That's, 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 that's the way it works, man. That's the way the free enterprise system works. So Marco, you mentioned something I thought was very interesting. And I, it, you just, you, you rang home for me because I used to, you know, like move every year. Uh, because my dad was in the military, so we got stationed different places. And you reminded me something that just kind of hit me pretty hard. When you're a new kid in the block, you have to. They everybody wants to beat you up, and they always used to have to fight. You know, the new and I was the oldest. So I had a brother and a sister, so I'd always have to get in. I, literally, the first day when I got to the new school, and that's kind of the way it is for business too, isn't it? You got to be scrappy. You got to. You're the new yeah. kid on the block when you start a new business. Same way, right? Pretty much, it is. Yeah. I mean, every every single business that you start in a new territory or a new business, you have to fight for it. I mean, the great the great thing about businesses, in terms of your personal brand, is you create a track record. So when you've got a track record of previous successes, that helps establish your brand better. Um, because people buy people, people buy people that they trust. You know, that have got a track record at the end of the day. So you, you've got a couple of things that are going. I, I want to talk about like two or three things. You've got Naked Technologies, which you've been doing. You've got the new television show, which I just think is just so cool to be able to do what you've done, um, which is just a great big hit and just all over the UK, but all over the world, people are talking about this show. So yeah. um, get a house for free. What made you, you know, but besides your background, or was that, was that the real thing or was it publicity for the other, the other business? That made you say, "Hey, I want to get a get, get a house for free, and you're going to give it away." It wasn't uh, I, it wasn't my idea initially. Actually, I got approached by Channel Four, mm-hmm. and that Channel Four in the UK is the biggest TV station. It's actually government owned. Yeah, and they they asked me, "Would I like to give a house away to address the social housing issue in the UK?" Because of course, it's a big deal. Um, hardly anyone can afford a deposit. It's really difficult to get a loan. And in the UK alone, there's 350,000 people homeless. In the world, there were 1.6 billion people in not inadequate housing. So I said I would love to do that. And they heard about my story because, you know, I'm online a lot and talk about that on social media. So they approached me. Actually, they approached a lot of millionaires, but a lot of them said no. And a lot of them said that they'd only give six months rent, which I thought was a bit pathetic, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But of course, you know, uh, when... When it came along, I, I thought that was fantastic publicity. Of course it is, you know. But also it, it, it did address the issue and it got a lot of attention. And because of that, I started a charity called Big Love, which is the first charity on a blockchain, which means you can actually um, guarantee the funds you send to actually get there. 
and the donator that get, you are giving the funds, you're going to get uh, a profit share when they transform their lives because a lot of the people we help start micro businesses. So you take a profit share in there. That's uh, hey, listen, I got to interrupt you. That's just freaking cool. You know, yeah, first of all, the, you know, we all know the blockchain crypto. That's the new Internet. But two, now you're using it for good. I mean, it's transformational technology for transformational lives. Yeah, because there's no other way. I mean, if you look at traditional charity, you don't know whether the money's going to get there. You know, if you look at Oxfam, the big mm-hmm. um, the thing with Oxfam recently, they went to Haiti to help the earthquake victims, but they used the donators' money to buy prostitutes, and it all came out on the news. Yeah, that's right? a, that's, a, that's 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 helping in a different way. That's uh, helping in a way, but not the right way. Yeah, yeah? exactly. <laughs> and the, the head, the, the boss of UNICEF resigned because he admitted sexually abusing the staff, and he used to be the head of the Save the Children. But you know, for God's sake, guys, charity is the most abused industry in the world. So for me, blockchain technology was the only way to kind of secure that the money would actually get to the right people. And because you could actually witness the transformation and progression of the people you're helping, that became revolutionary and very disruptive. And people absolutely love it because they can see the people they're helping. In traditional charities and donations, you give the money because you feel guilty, but you don't really know where it's going. So how how is it? Are you doing an ICO or or how how do people get involved? I'm doing a pre ICO right now, and the IC, the ICO after that we're going to be listed on the 30th of May this year. So the pre ICO, um, we do a twenty five thousand dollar buy in. They get three hundred thousand tokens. I think it's about eight cents a token. Mm-hmm. We're going to list it. We're going to list it fifty cents. The ICO is I think is about mid eight mid kind of April. The ICO. That will be fifty cents a token, but of course you have to queue for that. How many tokens are you? How many tokens are you given in the in the ICO? It's actually no hard cap because you can't limit love. You cannot limit love. <laughs> nice, nicely done, nicely done. And for, I, the reason I'm asking that for those that are listeners, there is some arguments about that you do limit the cap and you do do that in some of these ICOs or ITOs that, that are going on right now. Of course, I sit on a number of boards and investor in a number of these as well. But um, but I love I love your take on it, dude. I love that. I mean, that's a, that's a great comeback. When, when, when it's a great operational statement and second, it's just a great comeback. That's like the time you ever, you, ever, you, you know, Wendy's hamburgers, right? You know, Wendy's? Yes. So I asked Dave Thomas one time, I'm having lunch with him at a conference and he sat next to me and I said, Dave, can I ask you one question? He goes, sure, anything. I said, why the hell are your burgers, you know, your burger patty square? And he said, we don't cut corners. <laughs> so I like that. I, I did too. I've always loved that line. I thought that was a great line. So, well, that's fantastic. Good, good luck with that. So did you actually give the money for the house? I paid the more. I got the house, paid the mortgage off and moved them in. Oh, brother, that's good for you. Are you now? Is it is it just a one time show, or because I don't get I don't watch UK TV, so I do. I am familiar with Channel Four. Um, are you doing is this an ongoing show, or is it just a one time thing? It was a, it was a one time show, but it's been syndicated in twelve countries already. Yeah, and um, they're going to be making more shows, but it might be with another TV channel. Yeah, because we want to bring this to America, um, where we think there's far more kind of exposure there there's far we're going to get far more exposure we're going to get far more leverage i've got a lot i've got a lot of houses in america that i can give away i can build a house in america for three thousand dollars through a 3d printing machine so you know i can take six people off the street for three thousand dollars guys you know 
Yeah, that's see, how that's, easy that's it is. That's amazing to be able to see that. I, I think this is a cool deal. Yes. And I think this is a great way for people to be able to give back. I'm a real believer in doing that. I think that's just fa- absolutely fantastic. It, well, if you, you know, we, we, we should put it on, well, wherever you syndicate it in, in terms of broadcast television, if you can ever do the digital side, we'll put it on C-Suite TV. We'd love to do that. Let's talk about it. I'd love to do that too. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I will. I will donate all of the the cost of uh, putting it on C Suite TV. We do that in a heartbeat. Okay. So um, that's uh, that's and that's that. Uh, I just love to see that. So tell me, tell me about Naked Technologies. So Naked Technologies was well. It started from a restaurant. I used to. I used. To, I've got a restaurant called Naked. I started that in Malaysia. And it's an interesting story because um, me and my girlfriend at the time, six years ago now, wanted a restaurant. But because we actually broke up, we had this restaurant. Why, why would you want a restaurant? Just for fun. Just for fun. It yeah, because uh, you don't make a lot of money in restaurants typically. So. Typically, you don't. So it was for fun. We broke up. It was, it was uh, left for one year paying the rent. I asked her to take it over because she, she ran off with a chef. So that would make sense, right? But she didn't take it over. So I thought, what mm-hmm. the hell? What the hell? How can I? What can I do to get people to come to this restaurant? How, to, can, how can I get attention in a Muslim country? So I thought, what the hell? I'm gonna uh, let's call the restaurant naked. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the truth, man. So that so that I called awesome. it naked, and my Muslim friend said, "No, you can't call it naked. It's Aram. You cannot call it naked." I said, yeah. "Yes, I can. Yeah. I'm going to call it naked." So I called it yeah. naked, and a thousand people showed up on the first day. <laughs> So That's hilarious. It became a raging success. And then I had a lot of other businesses um, in the travel sectors, uh, restaurant sectors, cosmetics, education, property. And I thought, how can I tie these up all together so people can actually have an ecosystem of spending where they don't have to leave that circle, if you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I saw the rise of Bitcoin. And I thought, why don't I create my own currency called Naked? So I did. I, I created my own currency called Naked, called it Naked Dollars. Uh, it's, it was a hundred million hard cap, and I sold. I sold all of that out um, in literally nine months, and we raised about fifty million dollars. It's now listed on a very small exchange called SGCoinX.com. I think the price is about eighty cents per coin. It's going to go to about ten twenty dollars in the next year. It's a very good buy because it's asset backed. That means I pumped my restaurant into the blockchain. I pumped my properties into the blockchain. So it's a hybrid of uh, assets and utility, and it's the only one of its kind in the world. Brother, I'm just shaking my head and smiling because I love I love your attitude. I love what you're doing. I love to hear that kind of stuff. It, naked, naked. I love that, man. Yeah. That's like that's like calling like uh, in the Bible Belt here in the United States. Let's put let's put a restaurant called the Drunken Chicken or something like that, or the Drunken Pastor. That'd be better. Yeah, it goes, it goes against the, the the grain. But actually, naked is not a bad word. Essentially, naked. I call it naked essentially because I wanted people to feel to be themselves in the restaurant and have fun. But you can also tie it to the to the dishes. I mean, it's a, it's just it's just broccoli, or it's just it's just chicken. It's it's you know it's naked, meaning there's nothing added to it. Exactly, and that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And you'd be yourself. Things with that. You're, you're talking. But what's next? For, so outside of all the other stuff we just talked about, what's next for you? What's next for me? Well, there's so, there is yeah. literally so much going on. <laughs> I'm starting my own uh, cryptocurrency exchange called Naked X. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, the tagline is exchange your life so that's uh, nearly finished i'm doing naked fashion 
So naked fashion is is tied to the technology side of it. So it's based on cryptocurrency. That means you can buy a leather jacket and you can have like a, a movie camera. You can turn the turn the crypto coin on the jacket and a, a, you can project a film on the wall. Um, you can have a handbag with uh, technology in there. Everything's got GPS locator on it. Um, and also in the fashion, every piece of fashion you buy has got its own wallet of, of value of tokens inside the clothing. So the clothing you're buying is already going up in value. It's not going down in value. So it's got its own crypto wallet inside. Yes. That, you know, that's an interesting piece because at some point we have to make this easy for people to get in because it's not easy to get in. No, it's not. It's Yeah, it's very difficult. You know, it's, like, it's interesting. The United States, they keep saying, hey, we're here to protect you, the SEC and all these others. Yet you you have to, I got to have like seven programmers and an engineer and some other nerd help me set the damn things up to even do it. It's just, it's, a, it's, it's really difficult. It's basically a gateway for the nerds and the geeks. It's easy for them because that's the way they think. What I'm doing is, it's creating user adoption. So I'm creating businesses like restaurants where they can spend the crypto, cosmetics where they can spend the crypto, travel where they can spend the crypto. Fashion is a huge deal, guys, especially yeah. women. When they buy a handbag, holy shit, they've got cryptocurrency. Yeah. They can buy it with cryptocurrency. And then when the handbag goes up in value, they can buy another handbag. Now, that is pretty cool. It's, it's going to be mind-boggling what we can do with this, isn't it? Yeah. I, I wish I, I wish we had more time, but we don't. We're out of time, so I got to I got to call an end to it. But I want to have you back because we got to get naked. <laughs> Never mind, that's a grand shame. We're gonna do that. So listen, <laughs> my friend, thanks for being here with me. I, but I do want to have you back. I want to get you back. Talk about naked uh, naked exchange, naked friend, uh, uh, fashion, and and everything else, and a couple other things. Just catch up and see where the hell in the world is Sir Marco Robinson. So thanks for being with me right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. Boy, that was a great show. I like that. I'm, and by the way, I am going to get naked with this guy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about business naked, not like naked as a jaybird kind of thing. So listen up, folks. Hey, tax season may be over for most, but if you requested an extension, listen up, okay? October will be here before you know it, so make sure you check out uh, Liberty Tax Service for all your preparation needs. 4,000 locations and oh, many more of that and professionals at Liberty Tax will provide you with the accurate return. So check them out at libertytax.com for more information. And don't forget my friends here uh, at Abbey Connect because they've got uh, a way for you to be able to offering a dedicated guaranteed call answering service for a fraction of hiring a receptionist or, or an assistant because people like to talk to real people. So they're offering a no obligation free trial. So after your trial is over, our listeners will receive a 90 $5 off their first bill, but only when they sign up at our special link. So try this, Abby Connect, A-B-B-Y connect.com forward slash all business, right? So sign up at Abby Connect and, uh, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. So check it out. You want to be able to make sure that all your customers reach you because they most of them hang up. And if you got a real voice, they won't hang up. There you go. That's the big tip for today. Now, I also like to talk about what I learned today. And what I learned is just to be yourself. Man, I love this guy. And no matter what your what your hardships, you can over you can overcome them. 
even if you had the kind of things that happened to Sir Marco. I mean, that was just inspiring and, and motivational to be able to listen to that story and just listen to the raw nature of who he is and what he's accomplished. And man, he's a he's a he's a walking success story, and that's just fabulous and and, and unapologetic as well. I love a guy like that. You know, can Brits get by with that more than uh, Americans? Nah, we can do it just as much as an American. So there you go. Hey, listen, don't forget, uh, I want to be unapologetic and telling you to make sure that you um, tell a friend about the show and listen in. In fact, you can listen to us right on Alexa. I just did that this weekend. I asked Alexa to pull it up and I listened to one of my most recent episodes and that was fun. I was uh, cleaning my apartment in New York here and listening to one of our shows because I because I can. Anyway, tune in right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett on C-Suite Radio or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.